In the beginning, there was no sound, only the void. And God said, let there be sound. Mr. Watson, come here, I want to see you. And the voice of man rang out, and voiceover was born. And God said, it is good. Talking voiceovers with Rick Sellers and Wes McCraw. The big podcast where we talk all things voiceover. And now, Rick Sellers and Wes McCraw. Welcome to Talking Voiceovers, episode number nine. On today's show, we speak with one of the founding members of Source Elements, Robert Marshall. Source Elements has been around since 2004. Robert and his company have created a proprietary software that allows for audio professionals to collaborate across the globe. Source Connect works in real time, enabling studios to work with voice talent or musicians anywhere in the world. In this new normal we're all experiencing right now, every voice actor and industry professional needs a viable, reasonably priced option to connect remotely. Rick and I both recently acquired the software and service. Today we discuss this powerful technology with one of its creators. Robert, welcome to Talkin' VoiceOvers. Thank you. Robert, first off, thanks so much. I know you guys are just slammed right now, and I can't thank you enough for taking a minute to uh, talk to us about your product here and your software, but it's something that we work with a lot because we're both in the voiceover industry, and I know that's a big part of uh, the people that are after your, your product now. Tell us a little bit about uh, the development of it and your background and, and how long the company's been around and that sort of thing. Oh, yeah. Um, so basically going back to 2000, actually when I got hired at a post house and we were doing ISDN connections um, constantly and after work I would hang out with the uh, with the boss, the owner of the company, and they would complain about how much ISDN cost. You know, it was like $2,000 a month and this mm-hmm. and that. And this was in the, uh, like, probably... I don't want to say this was probably around 98 even. Wow. They had a whopping T1 line. And uh, I remember that. I was like, you know, you know, there's this thing called the internet, and it's a lot faster than 128 kilobits per second, actually. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I kept on just talking about like, why not? Why can't you do this? And and finally, um, I did a proof of concept. You know, I was like, well, prove, prove, prove you can do it over the internet. So I did a proof of concept, and I streamed some audio from their from the Chicago office to the California office, and just kind of proved it was possible. And then. Um, Ideas got batted around. We um, they they actually talked to some some of the uh, manufacturers that they knew that they were in tight with, and the budgets to create <laughs> the software was just like insane. Um, so that was just like shut down. Mm-hmm. But I had separately um, had a friend who'd um, done a lot of software development of his own, basically in his basement. And so I, I knew from that that you know you don't have to have a huge company behind you, and really what it takes is the right mind. And so um, kind of separately, one day I'm hanging out with a friend of mine at the bar and I'm telling her about this idea and and it's Rebecca actually. And she's like, ah, it's nothing. We can do that. And she puts together a budget that's way more palatable. Of course, it didn't actually happen for that budget, but that was enough to basically get everyone to sign on. And um, we started making Source Connect version one. And that was uh, essentially 2004. So this technology has been around then for about 15 years. That's amazing. Absolutely, yeah. So SourceConnect version one was released in 05. 
essentially it's it's as old as Skype. Um, <laughs> well, can you explain to the listeners, kind of uh, for the layman, how does it how does it work? Um, well, so it takes your audio and it cuts it into um, well, first it it compresses it using an AAC codec, Advanced Audio Coding, which um, which we license from Fraunhofer, and then that is separately chopped up into packets and then it's sent out the internet connection to the other side which receives those packets puts them back into order decodes the audio and voila you hear the person on the other side as if they're right there with you because the AAC codec is just so incredibly transparent um so it's a very clean audio connection passed over the internet um and uh there's a whole bunch of other stuff in between. <laughs> well, most talent out there are not are not going to be able to follow that, but um, it's interesting. How does it differ from IPDTL or ISDN? It's software. Oh, sure. So, so there's no hardware involved. It's all software. Yeah. So so basically, how it differs from ISDN is that it's not using a serial stream over the phone network, which is what ISDN uses. Um, it uses, like I said, packetized. Um, connections over the internet um so isdn is circuit switched and um source connect and everything over the internet is what's known as packet switched mm-hmm. um this is what makes the internet so flexible it's also what makes the internet slightly flaky um because the internet's designed to sort of keep on going even if there is an issue compared to isdn where when there's an issue it's like do 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 there's no circuit yeah. and you're just cut off um so there, there's fundamental differences between um, the way ISDN works and the way the internet works as far as um, delivering the, the data or the audio. Um, when it comes to what's the difference between Source Connect and, you know, you say IPDTL, but really I would phrase that as Chrome. Um, so number one, Source Connect was built um, for post-production. That was the initial purpose that it was made for, and it is its purpose. And so it has its, um, it's designed for true fidelity. It has a um, a recall system or a quality, it's called the Q manager and it does the auto restore and auto replace system. So it can guarantee that what you record over the internet arrives in time and, or sorry, arrives intact, I should say, even if there's a glitch during the real time stream. Um, so when you compare that to something like Skype, Chrome, and really all the other technology that was designed to let you talk to someone and facilitate just a conversation but its design was not made for truly fidelity. So some of the systems try to do it with a higher quality of audio. Um, Google built this into Chrome. Um, and so you see a lot of these Chrome variants. You know, we, we do ours for free at Source Connect Now. Um, then there's IPDTL and Session Link Pro and blah, 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 blah. There's a whole bunch of them. But really the engine that's behind them is it's, they're all running on the same four-cylinder engine with the steering wheel. And then it's just a different, this one's a four-door model. That one's a two-door model this and that but the core technology that makes them run is exactly the same the the sonics behind them is exactly the same and so one of the biggest issues is that when they run into fluctuations of bandwidth on the internet which they absolutely will they don't um really employ error correction which source connect does in real time and after the fact in the file in the, the queue system but they really employ error concealment and so you have um 
the possibility, the same things that you might hear on Skype where you're connected and then all of a sudden you take a word, it goes long after that, goes really quick to catch back up. Yeah. And it sort of time isn't sacred, the bit rate isn't sacred because its goal is intelligibility for a conversation. Its goal is not fidelity for a, um, you know, recording purposes. And so really what those things are, are, you know, consumer, what we call VoIP technology shoehorned into a pro audio context, whereas Source Connect was made pro audio in mind from the from the base design. Um, there's a no- number of other differences. For instance, when you start looking at how Chrome even works with the audio interface, and you select your audio interface in Chrome, you just select whatever, Personas. But when you go to Source Connect and you select Personas, it says, hey, what channel would you like to use? Because Chrome is only aware of channels one and two. And and that makes it a lot harder to kind of stitch Chrome and these things into a, a bigger studio. It might be really easy for a voice talent who's generally dealing with an interface that only has, you know, two channels at the most or so. Sure. Um, but on the studio side, it's a little bit tougher to stitch these things in. You know, Source Connect's got a plugin built into it that or that comes with it as part of it. Um, it's aware of multi-channel interfaces. It it sets your your sample rate. There's no sample rate setting in Chrome at all. Mm-hmm. So all the things that an audio engineer is looking for to you know you can you can adjust your buffer in Source Connect so you can sort of tell it how to deal with the internet connection if there are issues. Um, a number a number of differences. I don't know if that kind of yeah that's that's pr- pretty pretty crazy technology. I mean it. I just know that it sounds amazing. We're recording uh, everything right now, of course, in my studio, and you're in Chicago, and we're in Cleveland. And it sounds pristine. Absolutely. Which, which from an engineer standpoint, for me, just seems like voodoo. I mean, it's it's great. What kind of uh, service plans or price point options do you have for uh, folks that are looking to get into this technology and, and purchase your software? Sure. So the the initial, um, you know, before COVID, is um, there's two main options. And the version that any voice talent wants is Source Connect Standard. We often get asked, like, do I need Source Connect Pro or what? And really, not. Like, the standard was designed for the voice talent side of the connection. It has exactly what you need, especially for TV, radio, industrial voice records. Maybe if you start getting into, uh, you know, ADR and doing long-form broadcast, like, you know, like if you're doing something for The Simpsons, Mm -hmm. maybe you want to have the Pro version in that case. But generally, the meat and potatoes voice talent only needs Source Connect Standard. It's going to outperform the Sonics of ISDN. It's going to be way easier to set up um, than ISDN. Um, And so there's two ways to get it. There's a buyout, which is $650. um, And then you own the license. Yep. And there's a subscription, which is $35 a month. There's a um, startup uh, fee, which is $75. So the first month is $110, and then every month thereafter is $35. With the buyout, there's a, um, a, a support fee that you might run into. So essentially with the buyout, you get six months of support included. And then after the six months of support, you can choose to grab a support contract, which gives you um, live support. It gives you uh, access to our streaming servers, which we can get into as far as how it deals with getting through various firewalls. And it gives you version updates as long as uh, there's no gap in your support contract since the initial purchase date. So to sum it up, the buyout is more affordable in the long run. The subscription is more affordable in the short run. And there's about a not quite two-year crossover point where the um, 
you know, where the subscription gets more expensive than the buyout. But initially, for the first two years, you're ahead on the subscription. Um, you could take the subscription and drag it out to somewhere like three or four years. But that would mean that you were intermittently subscribing in four-month strides every time, and then you could sort of drag that out. Right. So a lot of it is how you need to consume it. Okay. Well, I will say this. You mentioned support. We've both dealt with uh, Kevin and Michelle, and both were just outstanding. Uh, Kevin, in particular, is a wizard. I yeah. mean, he took control of my computer, and I don't know what he did. I mean, and I've, I'm fairly savvy on my computer but he was uh, going in and out and and uh, made this thing work not that it was that difficult but there was just you know it's pretty user friendly for the most part but i was trying to work it in using with my daw which is a little more complicated than the average person might encounter but uh man great job on those guys part for sure yeah awesome talent that you hired and and they're and they're actually new they're actually new so we (laughs) you cannot tell we hired on five more people yeah, they're both. Uh, <laughs> well, there was a lot of hours doing training. <laughs> well, they they were saying I, when I was speaking to Michelle, she was saying, you know, uh, a month or so ago, you guys were sitting around doing normal business and everything was fine, and then you know everything exploded with uh, with COVID. Yeah, I mean, literally, it it came from. I was I kind of remember it well. It was like about it feels like about two months ago now, but normally I would sort of handle a lot of the Australian uh, support and fairly sleepy. And then on this one particular night, it was a Monday. It was a Sunday night, actually. It was Sunday night. It was Monday for Australia. And email and phones are just lit up. I can't possibly keep up. And everyone needs it. Everyone's trying to, like, people who are dusting off, like, old copies of Source Connect, going, like, <laughs> I need to get this going again. or And I need a new copy. And all. And I just couldn't keep up that night. It was like, it was like a herd of cattle, cattle just ran us over. Mm-hmm. And then that just kept on going that Monday. And it was a pretty rough two weeks. Um, we realized it wasn't going to stop. Um, and uh, and so then we immediately began looking to hire some people. But it probably took us about three weeks to find people to hire, get them trained, kind of um, change some systems so that we could handle those because we had been um, really geared up for doing a very one-on-one company where we were working individually with customers. And now we're... We're starting to mature in the sense that, um, you know, we have more support people and it's not that we're not personal, but we need to make the information more readily available so that people can take care of things on their own and then engage support when they need. Um, you know, b- before we were just like, well, we love knowing our customers and we're going <laughs> to work with all of them. And there's a there's a certain onboarding process. Like once you get Source Connect running, it's just as easy as Skype. But the, the first setup, getting to know it, pick your audio interface, get your firewall dealt with if you have to, if it doesn't do it automatically. That The first setup is, you know, it's like we, we can set somebody up in somewhere between 15 minutes and maybe an hour. But if you're doing it on your own, you're probably looking at an hour to two hours because it's all new to you. Right. There's really not too much of a learning curve on the talent end. It's fairly easy. The engineer who has it has a little bit more of a learning curve to figure out, but still... This is just insane technology. It works incredibly well. You can hear how good it sounds. So I highly recommend Source Connect to any voice actor that is looking to connect remotely. Uh, I don't care where you are in the world. If you have an internet connection, this is a great product or service. So uh, we can't thank you enough for taking the time out to talk to us, Robert. You're very knowledgeable and we appreciate it. How can folks find out more about this if they're interested in getting the service? 
So the sourceelements.com or source-elements.com. So um, that's our website. You can reach us on our phone. So it's 312-706-5555. Email is support at source-elements.com. And uh, from any one of those channels, we'll we'll get back to you. Um, The email is actually best, uh, we, we find... Um, but you know, by all means, give us a call. We we will call you back. We've we've been we're we're doing a lot better than the first couple weeks of this. But um, you know, before before COVID, we were calling people back within two hours, and so now we're we're probably calling you back by the end of the day. Um, and but we will call you back. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much. We wish you well and uh, stay safe in during the pandemic. And uh, it's a great product, a great service. Really, really awesome. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you very much. And nice to nice to chat with you guys. You too. All right, Robert, have a great day. Thank you so much, man. We really appreciate it. You got it. Bye-bye. Wow. Uh, Robert was a fantastic guest. Very knowledgeable guy. Yeah. He got uh, lost me there a little bit in the weeds with some <laughs> technology, but it's really nice to have him explain the origins of the software and how it works. And uh, it, it is very cool. Amazingly sharp dude. Well, we thank Robert very much for giving us uh, his precious time. Very cool. So I propose that we now do a demonstration and actually show how this works. So uh, this portion of the podcast, Rick is going to be at his home in Cleveland, and I am going to be here in my studio in Akron, which is about uh, 50 miles apart. And we're going to show you how this thing actually sounds. We're both on Source Connect, and now I'm sending Rick a meeting invite. Rick, you got me? Great Scott Marty, the car is electrical, but I need a nuclear reaction to generate the 1.21 gigawatts of power necessary for time travel. Okay, let's try that again. Rick, hello? One foot of money, two foot of show, three to make ready, and four to... So long, screwy! See you in St. Louis! Yeah, I knew I shouldn't have taken that left turn at Albuquerque. All right, third time's a charm. Rick, you got me? This is Captain James T. Kirk, commanding the starship Enterprise. Fire phasers. Captain Kirk, this is your opponent, the Gorn. You know the reptile guy from the Star Trek episode arena. Remember me? All right, well, you can hear how great the audio sounds. Let's give it one more go. Rick, are you there? Yep, I'm here, buddy. Uh, Not sure what happened. Maybe sunspots or alien interference. The reptilian overlords up to their old tricks again. Oh, nerd alert. Okay, boomer. (laughs) Well, now that we're properly connected, let's try an actual commercial read. You got it. At the General, we have low monthly rates and low monthly payments. And you pick your due date. Just use your tablet or smartphone, or go to thegeneral.com now, or call 1-800-GENERAL. You know, you sound just like that guy. Yeah, well, you know, I do a pretty good general. (laughs) But seriously, you guys can hear the quality of the audio, and that's in real time. This allows the engineer at whatever studio he may be in or at, whatever state or county or country... Uh, to direct your performance instantaneously. It's 
really pretty cool. Absolutely. All of our goofy production tricks aside, you can hear the quality of the audio. And when you're working with somebody remotely, yeah, that's invaluable. Yeah, crazy cool technology, I'll tell you. Uh, just nutty that you can do this with software. Anyway, be with us next time for episode number 10, where we talk directly to Jim Meskimen voice actor, comedian, and impressionist. He's going to be a great guest. Absolutely. So look forward to that. If you're a voice actor and you want to elevate your career, you need a great demo. you got one shot at a great first impression. Make it count. Before you get your next VO demo, check out Primo Demo's website. You can find that at primodemos.com. That is P-R-E-M-O demos.com. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. You're listening to Talkin' Voiceovers with Rick Sellers and Wes McCraw. Hit like and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Thanks for listening to Talkin' Voiceovers with Rick Sellers and Wes McCraw. Find us on Facebook or on the web at primodemos.com. <laughs>